Now the news. I'm Shane Bigham. China will adjust its import and export tariffs starting from the beginning of next year. The Commerce Ministry says the country will implement a lower provisional tariff on over a thousand kinds of imported goods. The commodities include raw materials for advanced manufacturing such as lithium chloride and low arsenic fluoride. Meanwhile, China will eliminate tariffs on certain drugs for cancers and rare diseases. Lower tariffs will also be imposed on a number of agricultural products such as sweet corn. The Chinese mainland's announced an end to tariff reductions on some chemicals from the Taiwan region. The state council's Customs Tariff Commission says the policy will start on January the 1st. Twelve products will no longer receive preferential tax rates under a free trade agreement. The commission says it's responding to Taiwan's violation of the agreement after the region imposed bans and restrictions on products from the mainland. China's Shenzhou 17 crew members have completed their first spacewalk. The manned space agency says the process took around seven and a half hours. The crew is doing some maintenance work. Twelve people are dead, another 13 injured in a coal mine accident in Heilongjiang province. An initial report suggests that the incident in Jishi involved a vehicle in the mine's inclined shaft. Investigations are underway. Yemen's Houthi forces are warning that they'll fire back at any American warships that attack Yemen. The U.S. is leading a joint naval force in the Red Sea that aims to protect commercial vessels sailing to and from Israel. Houthi leader Abdel Malik al-Houthi warned that his forces will target American battleships with drones and missiles. The Houthis have attacked ships linked to Israel that are transiting the Red Sea. Major shipping companies have been forced to find alternative, longer routes. South Korea says it's activated a new system to detect and assess missile launches from North Korea in real time. Its defense ministry says this comes with the help of the United States and neighboring Japan. Jack Barton has more from Seoul. A real-time missile information sharing system came just one day after the DPRK test-fired what appeared to be its most powerful intercontinental ballistic missile yet with a range capable of striking anywhere in the United States. South Korea and Japan have long shared real-time missile data with the U.S., but not with each other. South Korea's ability to closely monitor the ground on the peninsula is expected to provide a big boost to Japan's early warning systems. While Japan's ability to monitor the East Sea should provide South Korea with a much faster reaction time if it's ever forced to shoot down submarine-launched ballistic missiles. For the first time, demonstrators in Argentina's capital have marched against the country's new administration under President Javier Millet. This follows drastic economic measures to bolster the economy. Authorities have threatened to crack down on any protests blocking streets. Joel Richards has more. Social organizations are marching in response to an austerity package announced by Millet in the first days of his government. This has included a 54% devaluation, a spike in inflation, and Wednesday evening expects a presidential decree with reforms of labor, tariffs, pension, and a tax reform as well. And Wednesday's march also comes in the context of the government's announcement that it will be clamping down on social protest. The government also announced that social welfare will be removed for anyone involved in any kind of protests. Wednesday's march provided the first test for Javier Millet's government, which also faces its first strike action by the State Workers' Union on Friday. Junior doctors in the UK have ramped up their industrial action, beginning the first walkout of their biggest strike yet. Junior doctors abandoned negotiations and rejected the government's offer of a pay rise between 8 and 10 percent. 
The city of Shanghai is set to record its coldest period in December in four decades. While icy conditions in northern China are forecast to ease next week, the Weather Bureau expects the lows in the financial hub to remain below zero for several days. A series of cold fronts have swept across China in the past few days, setting new record lows in several regions. The Xinjiang region in northwest China has seen record tourist numbers so far this year. Official data shows that visitors have made 260 million trips to Xinjiang, a notable jump from 48 million in 2012. The regional government attributes the increase to improved security and human rights situations. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bigham.